welcome to look into the future. What would you do if you can travel to the future and ask yourself questions? How do you grow your firm? How do you transition to advisory services? What's that winning lottery number next week? Well, luckily, we don't need to invent time travel. We can just ask the time traveler himself, Paul Latham, and learn the knowledge we need at our firms to evolve into advisory services and become the most relevant advisor to our clients. That's what it's all about, focusing on our clients. Now, Paul brings three amazing things with him. Number one, he's built a successful accounting practice in the UK, so he understands accountants. In fact, he built his firm to an advisory powerhouse, which sold for $45 million in 2001. Number two, he's taken the business public, building to a market value in excess of $400 million. So he really understands what business owners need in value and what we as accountants need to provide to them. And finally, as I said, number three, we don't need to invent time travel. We can just ask Paul and learn from the transition he made 20 years ago in the United Kingdom into providing business advisory services. As we know, that trend is here today. We're hearing about that more and more, the word business advisory services. And there's so much confusion around it, we're gonna take that away for you. I'm Garrett Wagner, your entrepreneurial CPA channel host, and I'm joined by the time traveler himself, the man from across the pond, Paul Latham, Payrock Solutions. And Paul, we just wrapped up our amazing series, The Six Keys to Business Advisory Services. In last episode, we talked about what comes next. And I wanted to ask you, as I heard you talk about what comes next and the questions asked your clients, one of the most important things that we talk about when we do business strategic planning and strategic advice really focusing on the why, because nowadays that's so important to start with the business. It's all about the why. I'd love to hear how you weave that in, even from back in the day, this concept of the why into the service. Hi, Garrett. Yep, you're quite right. The, I think the why is pretty much the most important question of them all. I'm, I'm just going to um, give you a, a quick uh, background or context what we talked through earlier but remember six key aspects of business advice as we talked before last episode episode 37 we went through those four key business owner questions why what how and did we and as i said at the end of going through the six key aspects every business owner should be able to answer those four key questions but i do think fundamentally the most fundamental question of them all is why are we in business and it's sort of like as I like to put it anyway, it's like the meaning of life question. And if there's only one question you're going to be able to answer, it's probably that one. Um, and it really comes back to, you know, why are we in business? What's our purpose? What's our mission? And you really have to look at that from the two perspectives. Um, you know, once upon a time, it really only mattered whether the owner was interested in the business, but you know, as we know now, we've got to get the team on board. We've got to get the team engaged. So that purpose or mission needs to cascade into, is this an exciting place for the team to work? Are we going to get an engaged team? And to do that, you have to be able to answer, answer the question, why does my job matter? But obviously, we're also in business, not only to serve our team, but also to be relevant to our customers. And so the why is also so that the customer can answer the question, why should I choose to use this particular business um, with regard to whatever service it is? And certainly looking at the first one then, is this an exciting place for the team to work? Um, I, I often talk in terms of creating a Navy SEAL culture 
or an engaged team. Obviously, if I was in the UK, I'd have been talking about you know, the SAS or something. But here, I, I, I use the analogy with the Navy SEAL culture. And, and, and really, the sort of four areas that I get people to think about. You know, so if, if you are working with a team of Navy SEALs, you know, when essentially they go out on missions, so they understand their purpose. They understand why it matters. Um, if you think about, you know, a, a Navy SEAL team who are you know, trying to get bin Laden or somebody, they do understand why that matters and, and why their mission is important. And consequently, they're, they are extremely keen to get the job done. If you don't have that sort of feeling of understanding, then it's really hard to get a team engaged. Having understood the mission, they also understand the plan. You know, you've so here's the mission, now here's the specific plan, and by the way, here's your role, and we need to make sure that you've got the skills to do it. And through their training, number three, we've built up team values, so that that purpose and mission cascades into the team values. That team, that Navy SEAL team, they work together. They build trust amongst themselves, and they exhibit the type of behavior that we want. And so, you know, in a Navy SEAL team, they have their, their types of behavior. You know, for example, we will not leave our dead behind, but it's sort of, that's their values. That's how they build trust. They've got each other's back. They're working together. And that sort of cascades then down into number four of getting the job done, working together, collaboration, teamwork. It's a we culture. It's not an I culture or a me culture. Um, and so, that purpose mission is sort of part of all of that. But ultimately then the way I like to think of it, and I've used this um, little analogy uh, before, I think you have to think of it in terms of E equals MC squared. Um, you know, if you want an engaged and enthusiastic team, then they need the M, which is the mission, and be able to answer the question, why does the job matter and the values and so on, as we've just said. But we also need the two Cs. You know, we need, they, they need cash, they need a fair reward for a fair day's work, but we also need to do the second C, which is cheering, you know, cheering them on, encouraging. You know, we, we, we know what the mission is, we're trying to put a man on the moon or whatever it may be, and we're getting there, we're making progress, it's Apollo 1, it's Apollo 2, it's Apollo 3 and so on. We're going to get there, we're going to get to the moon. What we don't do is work in a vacuum, and what you see with many businesses is they don't tell people what the ultimate goal is to put a man on the moon, and no one knows where they're going, and no one knows whether they're getting there, and they're working in a vacuum, and then they're surprised when they don't really make much progress as, as a team or as a business. So that first side to the equation, you know, why are we in business from the team perspective is massively important. And it's probably, um, well, I always think it's probably the second biggest change that's happened in business in the last 25 years. The biggest change was the shift to virtual away from the tangible. Um, and the second biggest change, I think, is the importance of getting the team engaged engaged in the mission but then the second aspect of the why is the relevant to the customer and that why the same why has to be important to the your potential customers if, if there isn't a why i should choose your business i don't see why anyone would ever use your services um, and that obviously takes you to the value proposition and, and, and one of the things that many businesses need to do is not only have a value proposition but make sure that the team understand the value proposition 
and the, the importance of keep creating what I call a, a virtuous circle um, and keep looping back to the value proposition. So obviously, when you first meet a client or a customer, you give them their value proposition. At the, at the end of, let's say, 12 months, ask the customer again, you know, we promised you this 12 months ago. How good a job are we doing? And remember that did we that I talked about in episode 37, that's sort of the, the did we succeed from the customer's point of view. And so basically, why are we in business? I think is pretty critical because everything cascades from it, but it's all to do with the team and answering the question, why does my job matter? And all to do with the customer, why they should use your business. In my opinion, if you can't answer the why, you're in trouble. The why question really, really matters if you want to be able to maximize any business's uh, business potential, as I would call it. Okay, Maybe, you know, does that make sense, Carol? Of course, Paul, makes per to me, it makes perfect, absolute sense. I really like at the end that you hit on the nail on the head, that virtuous circle, because what I see, whether it's a CPA firm or a business, a lot of them, they might think about this once, and then it drops off the radar. This is on both the customer and the employee side, it's a continuous thing. It's, it's every day part of our culture and our team. This is why we're here. This is why my job matters. Yes. With a customer, it's kind of, once again, reinforcing, here's what our value prop is every day. Every, and I think not every interaction you have to tell the customer, hey, like, here's why we do this. Hmm. But it's going to be part of your marketing language, your, your persona, your brand, all that stuff. It's, it's tying back to either you're a CPA that does, does tax returns and that's it, hmm. or you're a CPA that's a proactive advisor. And that's just part of all your communications with your client as you're touching base on. We're being proactive with you looking forward, not looking back. Yeah. And just to give you a quick story, Garrett, I mean, and, you know, talk about taking this seriously. I mean, both from those two perspectives of, from the team and from the customer. Um, we ended up at Latham's building, uh, when, we, when we bonus certain people, it wasn't everybody, but people who were customer facing, um, I can't remember the exact uh, specifics, but it was something like 70% of their bonus was dependent on, you know, financials, you know, selling things, making profits and so on. But 30% of their bonus was based on whether the customer could answer the question, have we lived up to our value promise? And the question actually was, score us out of 10 on how well we've lived up to the value promise. And so what we actually did was we pulled those two questions together because First of all, the client was giving the feedback of did we succeed? And the team really understood that it mattered, not only for us, but, but for them. And it goes back into that E equals MC squared. You know, their cash rewards were directly related to whether the customer was happy, whether we'd lived up to our why question. And that's some great insight. Just really take that back and think about it. Your firm to start with, like we always talk about, a lot of the stuff applies to us internally first in our firms and then out to our customers. Why are you there? Why does it really matter? Why are your people there? What's your value prop? And keep that consistent throughout the year. And that's how you're going to drive real change, real lasting change going forward. So Paul, as always, thank you. Thank you for letting us ask questions and learn from your insight as we go. And as you all know, watching the show, we're always talking about this mystery that's advisor, that is advisory services. Is your firm ready for it? And you need to know if your firm is ready for it. Take home minutes and find out how solid your tangibles are, how ready you are for the future. Take your own biz survey, get a free objective assessment of how prepared you are for the future.
is a special offer for watching the show. We're going to review the results with you and see how ready you are. See what those scores look like. I encourage everyone watching to take the test. As always, I want to thank you for watching. Don't forget, click to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Stay up to date all this good excitement. And as always, we challenge you today to take action to change the world and invest in yourself.